0: Hello! (laughs) Welcome to the Overflow Podcast. Um, It is a girls party today, which makes me very happy. Shelly, you're back! Yay! Yay. You've been on vacation.
1: Yes, Yes, I have. Um, (laughs) This
0: That's great. Was it? (laughs) Questionable. (laughs) A little bit of sickness, a little bit of rain, um, but you're back and we're happy that you're back. And then we have two very special guests today um, who have never been on the podcast before, right?
2: No, we're not. First time. Yeah, first
0: time. Welcome to the overflow, Kaylee Davis. Hello. Hi. And Minda Lewis. Hello. Hi, Minda. Good morning. Welcome, you guys. I'm so excited. Minda, by this point, I guess I like the cat's out of the bag. Like we're recording these <laughs> podcasts before the videos are shown. <laughs> but um, by this point, people would have hopefully seen your video of just the miracle that God has worked in your life. And so that's why we wanted to have you on. But um, kaylee is your bestie she is and you guys have such a sweet story together of encouraging each other of working together and when i thought about like doing this episode it didn't feel right without kaylee because even um just taking people back to one of the conversations we had before house of miracles started um i saw you guys at the end of the oh because that's that's what sparked this whole thing it was the uh spring retreat Mm -hmm. for the Grove. And during that, we had the panels of people who had just shared what God had done in their life. And I've talked to you so many times about these stories that you Mm -hmm. have in your life. Like, sometimes I feel like I have to really look for, okay, God did this, God did this, God did this, your stories are so like blatant and (laughs) out there and like God wasn't hiding. Like was no mystery. It was like, this was God. And so I've loved that about getting to know your life and you and Kaylee were together. And I think we were either talking about, I can't remember the full conversation, but like, I think even Kaylee was like, you're going to share your stories soon. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think you had said something along the lines of, yeah, I just feel like it's not ready yet. Like it's not finished yet. And we just talked about, but really are stories ever finished? So right. they're going to keep going. So we should pause yep. and talk about the things that have already happened, even if we don't know the end mm-hmm. result yet. And so that's kind of, again, when we had this house of miracles conversation of what do we want? Um, we were, we had come to where we had like only a few spots to fill. And I think I looked at, I was, we were in this room and I looked at Alex and I was like, I'd like to hear a story like Minda's. And I was like, <laughs>
1: We should ask Mendoz. Like
0: like, like Mendoz, what are you talking about? So literally, I stand up to go find you from that conversation. You walk right in front of our (laughs) office door as I'm opening the door. I
2: remember that. And I was
0: like... Oh, I'm crazy! crazy <laughs> so honestly, in the way that God moves in your life, this whole story yeah. is very representative of how He moves and works in your life. So, and and Kaylee was with you, yeah. and so I was like, "Let's well, all go talk." <laughs> I remember
3: I just yeah. sat down on the floor and I was like, "Wait, we were just talking about how she has to share." <laughs> yeah.
0: So all of that. Um, so if anybody's listening, this is how this all came to be. So I think super divinely appointed by yeah. God um, for you to share your story because it is very powerful. I, I sent the. Me and Shelly just rewatched it this morning just to make sure we felt good coming in and being able to talk about everything. And um, we're both just like, first of all, it's just so cute. Oh, yeah. You, you ended your video with. Mic drop. drop. <laughs> He's like, can you edit that out? But no, not nah. edit out. Uh, so um, I'm just excited for people to hear more of the details of your life. And so I want to ask you guys both, because you guys are both a big part of the New River family. Everybody's a big part of the New River family, but you guys play a key part in our academy. And it's a, even a sweet story how that came to be um, and pay some honor to Christy mm, Rice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. How did you guys come to be in the positions that you're
3: in oh they're looking at each other take it to start you want me (laughs) to sure go ahead (laughs) okay so um 2018 i I started working mm -hmm. for the preschool as a teacher um and when menda moved here from maryland which was three years ago today Oh, yeah, wow. is that exciting? Yay. Oh, yeah. that is exciting in the That's world, amazing! <laughs> the God stories continue. Yeah. I just I realized that. <laughs> so, awesome. so, she, um, I'm a hairstylist on mm-hmm. the side. Um, she came to get her hair done at my house. She found me off of Facebook, and um, what her and her girls came to get their hair done. And within five minutes of her being there, she was on the floor playing with my three year old and yeah. just like she became his world for like a few minutes and Aww. we started talking and I told her that I worked at the preschool and she was like oh I applied there and I was, in my head I was like well she has to get hired. yeah <laughs> she has to she's amazing so um long story short I reached out to our director at the time mm-hmm. and I was like you have to hire this girl she's special um and she was hired. Yeah. <laughs> Bad on the back. Um, <laughs> she was hired. And we were actually really sad because we both got lead teacher positions.
1: Oh. But, like,
3: from the second we met each other, we were like, man, we're the dream team and we'll never be able to work together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. we just, like, I don't know. We we're just, like, really like good together. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we were bomb. Like, we'll never get to work together. And then down the road here we are as yeah. di- directors of the preschool together yeah. um all because somebody miss christy trusted mm-hmm. that um to us mm-hmm. and now we get to work together every single day that is so awesome it is. it's it amazing
2: was. and a little backstory to that was before we moved down here we started looking for churches and this was this area was a lot smaller than where i came from yeah but i remember looking online and being like okay i'll go to that church mm-hmm. yeah new river i'll go there and just from looking at the pictures on the website and they were Hiring, I was like, oh, okay, and I'll maybe I'll just become a preschool teacher. I hadn't been a preschool teacher previously. Mm. I was just working in childcare, but it was like, okay, that's probably what I'll do. Yeah. As if expecting to kn- get, like, yeah. I just knew that was going to all <laughs> I love <that>. happen. Yeah. <laughs> so then when Kaylee and I met,
3: it was amazing. I was like,
2: okay, there you are, God. Yeah. yeah I was ready. just
3: going to say, it's crazy looking back because, like I said, I was a hairstylist. I just loved kids. And yeah, it's totally God. Like, you just, put this job as a preschool teacher yeah right on my lap and mm-hmm. then put Menda in my life and yeah. there we are and having so much fun with it. Well, yeah, you yeah, guys y'all are, are amazing.
1: doing a great job,
0: truly. Yeah. I love walking down the hall to see you guys together mm-hmm. in this little blonde brunette duo. <laughs> <laughs> usually um, dancing. <laughs> yeah. You guys keep this place running, and it's um you do it with a lot of love and a lot of care for your team too, which i I've loved watching mm-hmm. that, just like how all of the preschool teachers um they you guys really seem like family, which yeah. is a a testament, I think, to Christy, but also mm-hmm. yeah. you know your values and wanting everyone to feel like they're a part of something big. And so um, you guys do a great job at that. And so let's back up. Let's dive right into all the miracle stories. So this was funny because <laughs> before we got started recording, we were kind of taught you were like when I approached you and said, hey, like I know you have all of these amazing stories of like things that God has done in your life. And you guys were, you, I think you and Kaylee were back and forth. on like, what do I even talk about? Mm-hmm. And then you sent me this video um, of you kind of doing like a vlog of this, experience that happened with the lightning. He said to me, "I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we should talk about the time that you got struck by lightning. I think that would be a wonderful story to share." Um, and so, but there were so many things that even led up to that. And so, that's kind of where I want to start with what was your relationship relationship with God like before this miracle happened? And this is what I've I've loved hearing from all ends of the spectrum. Some people have had an amazing relationship with God and this was just something else that they felt like he was faithful in. Some people have come from a place of no relationship with God or heard about him when he was young. but And so that's those are the kind of dynamics that I'm loving that we're able to share. So what was your experience?
2: Yeah, so ever since I was little, we um, we had a faith-based house, but we grew up um, in the Catholic church. Yeah, Very different, um, but I can say for as long as I can remember, I felt the presence of God. That's amazing, yeah. I didn't understand what a, the relationship piece of it, yeah. and it wasn't until mid-20s probably that I even really was able to learn that, well, there, Jesus wants to know me wow. and um, wants to be a part of my life. Yeah. Before then, it was just a feeling, yeah. and I can look back on plenty of times or little miracles throughout, even from childhood, yeah. that I was like, wow. I was a vessel then, Oh. like yeah, the spirit was it yeah. within me then, and mm-hmm. I didn't even realize yeah. it. Um, yeah. So once I switched to a non-denominational church and they're like loving Jesus, uh-huh. I was like, I want to be a part of this. Yeah, like I yeah. felt like I was on a mountaintop. Like, Woo! Yeah. like I felt so free. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was so different from um, you know, kind of the typical. This is the prayers we say. Uh-huh. This is what we do during mm-hmm. um, a service. Yeah. yeah. To kind of like the freedom of. Just getting to know God on your own level. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's
0: I, I feel like I hear a lot. I heard a lot of that in Steve's story as well, mm-hmm. where um, the practices and rituals or disciplines, it's not a bad thing. But mm-hmm. when you marry it with mm-hmm. the reality of Jesus, what he did for us and the Holy Spirit, it's a really beautiful thing how it comes together. And I love that because I feel like a theme that I'm hearing right now too is, and I'm experiencing in my life is, I'm older now, but seeing how God moved in my life when I was younger and I, I did not even know it, but mm-hmm. like, it's hard to describe other than just knowing that his presence was with you. Mm-hmm. Even when you didn't, you couldn't even in your mind comprehend that's what was happening. Absolutely. Was really cool. So yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. So when you and Eric, so you said everything happened really fast. So fast. And it's so very young. Us, oh, yeah, so young. We take us through that timeline again, if you don't yeah, mind. So
2: we met in October of 2022 yeah. and we were married in November of 2020. I'm sorry, Whoa. not oh, 2002. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that would year. be a little crazy. That <laughs> would be so fast. <laughs> so 2002, we 2002. had met. 2003, we were married. In 2004, we had Nathan. Yeah, and it was just like boom, boom, boom. I mean, yeah. we didn't even have time to to know each other. Yeah, we just everything happened so fast. I
0: remember when I met you, and then you were talking about, and I guess yeah. this would have been a few years ago, and you you were like, he's. What, however old 14 or something at the right. time and i was like yeah. say what i think i was like uh, yeah. are we the same I, didn't know. I, mean, I, just didn't, I was like oh my gosh that's amazing yeah, like, yeah. help so me you do were like not have four kids so i was like you've lived a lot of life before uh, i lived life yeah. but i still feel like a kid uh yeah. but yeah so that was
2: that's awesome. I feel like God's hand was all over that. Absolutely. And for the longest time, I feel like there was a lot of shame with it. Like we uh, were yeah. we were pregnant, we were married. Wow, yeah. So I felt like anyone I met, I had to be like, yeah, I, I'm married and this is my baby. Right. You know, I couldn't you just like, be like, yeah. And right. now I look at him and I'm like, you started, like God used yeah. you Aww. to form this whole family. And that's yeah. huge. I could oh, cry. That's so huge. Oh, like starting like, early. Yeah. Starting with yeah. tears early. Yeah.
0: That's super sweet. I love that. So then after that happens, when did you, when would you say, marriage that started to feel rocky and because that's kind of the journey that you guys went
2: on honestly it was always rocky I feel like Eric and I met during our senior year of high school yeah it was a little bit of you know like our rebellious fun stage where we were learning who we ourselves were and each other and our friends and it was just it was different than what we have now obviously Yeah. yeah but I also felt like I didn't know what to expect. The first wedding I had ever gone to in my life was my own. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so I feel like we were trying to make it work and fake it for a long time. And we were doing a great job. Yeah. We were, were, you know, um, present parents. Yeah. We loved each other, um, you know, immensely. Yeah. And we were best friends. Yeah. But things were rocky. We didn't have a firm foundation on really anything. Yeah. Mm. We, you know, he um, grew up in really no religion he was his dad's side was Jewish his mom's side was Christian so Mm -hmm. I remember him and I dating and my mom was watching the book of John like on tape and him being like did this really happen and me going to Catholic school like yeah of course (laughs) (laughs) but truly I don't even think I understood that yeah really this was you know not just a story yeah this was you know this is a reality this is it this is what yeah this is Mm -hmm. our history as Christians and this whole world yeah
0: crazy so things are rocky but then you have your second born
2: yep so we had, yep we just kept on going yeah and, yeah. Uh, yeah so we had our second born four years after that yeah. and then there was another one yeah. and in that time frame we had gone to church together yeah. um and it was when my third child when I was um in labor with her yeah it was kind of when things I would say shifted mm-hmm. And I was in the delivery room with her, and her heart rate was dropping so low during Mm -hmm. the entire labor. And I was just so scared. I remember, like, grabbing onto my nurse and being like, this isn't okay. This isn't right. And she said, honey, if we were worried, you would see the whole labor and delivery floor in here. We're not worried. I was like, okay, good. Five minutes later, the entire labor and delivery floor was in there. So then I was just frozen with fear. And I remember just staring at the wall and just praying and saying, Mm -hmm. like, God, like, please save my baby. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I don't know why this popped out of my head. I think it was because I was already feeling led at the time. We were at a Catholic church at the time, and they had small groups. Uh And I was being, I felt led to join a small group. Uh But here I am, 24 with three kids. I couldn't relate to many people in life at all. So that was very intimidating. Mm -hmm. But So as this is happening, I'm praying. And I said, God, I will do anything. I will join a small group. Please, Lord, (laughs) save my baby. Just as quickly as her heart was it was dropped it was back and I had a beautiful baby girl oh yeah and two hours later my phone goes off and I received an email and I pick it up and it's from the church of the nativity and the title (laughs) said join a small group today (laughs) and I froze (laughs) I froze and I was like you can do that like it it was just that was the first time that Uh I felt like God was like I'm here here I am yeah yeah yeah
0: because that's the whole thing yeah it's not about joining a small group it's that's not it's about. I'm listening. Yeah. I'm close. Yes. I hear you. Mm-hmm. That's amazing.
1: Right. Do you have any book deals yet? I don't. <laughs> like, this said, is weird. You know, Good idea, I said that, and that's what
0: I love about you, Minda, is that you have these incredible God stories, and it's not about you. Not that people who write or anything like that are trying to make names for themselves or anything, but you're just like a faithful wife, yeah. mm-hmm. a faithful mom, a faithful preschool director. Mm-hmm. You're just living your life, but you have these beautiful stories. I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> You got to tell these people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these are so awesome. But I love that. It, that's again that personal piece of God where you, I mean, maybe you could have said anything. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. have, I'm but, glad so it was that. that. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: yeah. I'll move that. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: hilarious. But it, that He shows up that I'm near, I'm close, yeah. and I hear you. And I hear that you're wanting something deeper. And that's that promise of seeking Him with our whole heart, that we will find Him. Um, so, yeah, I love that part of your yeah. story. So how do things continue to go? If you don't mind, yeah. we'll just kind of go into you and Eric right. and how do things continue to unfold for you guys?
2: So it wasn't long after that, that then Eric and I started to hit a low, low. Yeah. Um, and there was a time where it was kind of similar to like our second part of the story that we stepped away from each other. And this yeah. was not long after Lily was born. Oh. And, um, and through that, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that was my first clinging to God. Like, yeah. okay. And you know, let's go, let's do this. And, I was so confused, so you know, just didn't know what to do. And I, my prayer was, God, don't let him come back to me. Let him find you.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: that's what happened. He, we rekindled, and um, we started, you know, attending church all day on Sunday. Yeah. I would do a group, he would do a group, then we'd attend church together. Yeah. So it's kind of like God came into our family wow. then. Mm-hmm. And And um, and that was a that was a point yeah. where I thought that was my testimony. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, like, look what like happened. This it. is what. Yeah. But yeah. still we both were starting to learn god individually but we weren't there he was not it was very different than it is now in our yeah. home and um yeah so just from there life was crazy mm-hmm. um we moved a lot, Mm -hmm. we tried to rebuild things that we had lost, we lost a home at some, we were married at 19, so we built our first house at 22. Yeah, And we were like, that's just what you do. Like, my dad was a builder, so I thought, okay, this is just how it is, and in my next house, I'm gonna have this. Mm -hmm. And then kind of all that was just taken from us. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't change that for a minute, because I feel like that really was humbling, and we were able to grow and build together versus just like expecting all these things, which really were important. Yeah. yeah, so, and six years later is when, you know, things happened again. And yeah. I feel like this was a point in my life where I was, they call them the Minda signs. My friends would be uh, like, What's a Minda sign today? Yeah. And I'm just like, Well, so today God told me. <laughs> but it was, it was like I would open the door and I would just ask and uh-huh. expect Him to respond to whatever it was that I was uh-huh. asking. And He would. Wow. Mm-hmm. Easily in life, we all do it where we can just be like, you know, we either we're not listening yeah. or we're just saying, Oh, you know, questioning it, yeah. mm-hmm. to me, everything was, of course, you know, mm-hmm. it came down to yeah. be as simple as either God is real or he's not. And mm-hmm. if he's real, I'm going to believe everything mm-hmm. I, that I learned about mm-hmm. him, oh my everything gosh. in the Bible. I mean, it's the truth, yeah. right? Like either he created the earth or he didn't. And yeah. for some reason in my mind, especially at that point, it, there was, it was that simple. Wow. Mm-hmm. Even since then, it's been kind of like, you know, more questions, yeah. but living in a place where all I could do is depend on him mm-hmm. made it, a lot easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just
3: like. Mesmerized. No, truly yeah. mesmerized.
0: Because I feel like that's um, that's got to be something for somebody who's listening. It's something for me. It's like we have the, we've had this conversation a couple of times, and every time I walk away feeling so. But yes. here I am, even in my chair, feeling so, again, like convicted or just pulled back to like, yes, why do I let so many things get in my way of, uh, and where I have. So many doubts, so many Mm -hmm. questions. And I want to move forward in that faithful way of like, no, I know who God says that he is. And I love that. That's a good like barometer. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Is he real or is he not? Like, are we going to believe in his all powerful, all knowing, all goodness, like all these different things? Or are we just going to, maybe, I don't know, you know, kind of like toe that line, you know?
1: that lukewarm yes yes it just sounds like real raw faith like you believe faith is the definition of you know believing in something you can't see and you can't maybe you don't have a tangible sign or a tangible i mean for you you do (laughs) but you know if you don't have something to grasp in front of you people doubt and what you're saying is Mm -hmm. i believe it to the Mm -hmm. core and that's faith absolutely Yeah.
0: yeah i feel like um, my life has been marked by a lot of, I don't know if it's a spirit, I don't know if it's a, just something within me, I don't know, but something of like skepticism and cynicism. And so I feel like I will lean that way where I hear in your story, it's just a lot of optimism yeah. and faith in God. Like yeah. I'm just going to believe it yeah. and he'll show me. And Whereas mine is, I think because I'm in that cynicism or skepticism, I won't even go as far as to ask for something like that or, you know, even something small, like that. you know I you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I feel like I just mm, yeah, I'll muscle through on my own. I'll just I'll make it happen or and if it doesn't happen, it's fine like it, that, but not a. Old faith like that. And mm-hmm. so, anyway, already in this episode, I'm very inspired. <laughs> yeah. um, so we get to six years later. Yeah. So this is, is that what culminates at this, like, beach trip and everything yes. like Yeah. Right. So
2: almost six years to the day, we're kind of in a similar situation that we were before. Yeah. Um, like I was saying, this was a part of my life where I was just so, this is when we had switched churches, and yeah. I was just so... Faith-filled, and I was really learning who Jesus was and having a true relationship with Him. And they kind of say how, like, that triangle where you both start at the ends, and as Mm -hmm. you grow closer to God, you grow closer to each Mm -hmm. other. Yeah, but here's one side of the triangle moving, and the other one really wasn't yet. Mm -hmm. And so, as I was growing closer to God, I just Mm -hmm. felt like my husband and I were growing further apart. And you know, I was obviously still uh, a baby Christian, Mm -hmm. so I was trying to, you know, I wasn't perfect obviously I never will be but I was making tons of mistakes as a wife too Mm -hmm. and um yeah so we were we found ourselves back in a situation that we had been in six years before and it kind of caught me off guard and I was like that was my testimony why am I here again and it's kind of brought me to a place in life right now where I always say to people I want to learn what God's trying to teach me the first time around so I don't have to redo (laughs) it again, no matter what it is I want to be you know I want to listen and obey and just yeah so that's where we came six years later. And it was at that time where I was kind of like, what is this? Yeah. You know, it was the first time I felt desperate. Mm. The second time I was kind of annoyed. I knew what I yeah. really wanted, but I almost felt like offended. Yeah, But i I was, you know, I knew that God had a plan for me. Mm. I knew he had a plan for my husband. I knew he had a plan for my family. And I knew that it was going to be great. I just knew that I had to lean into him. Yeah, I was at a crossroad where there was going to be a hard path I was going to take, and it was just, God, which heart, which heart do you yeah. have yeah. for me today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and something amazing that I'd like to share was, yeah. you know, like I said, this happened six years ago mm-hmm. and six years before that. Six years ago when this second um, season happened, I remember sitting with a lady from my church, and she said, what happens every six years? Why is it every six years? And I can tell you, I've been I've been scared of twenty twenty two because yeah. someone planted that seed in my head. Yeah. And now I feel like it's even more miraculous that God's like, you know what you're gonna be doing six years later? You're gonna be sitting yeah. at a table oh, sharing your story. I don't you? Love yeah. It. yeah. So so it's just amazing. Wow.
0: That's that funny great. how people can plant things yeah. like you yeah. know, thinking that they're I don't know, maybe helping or something like that, but that's an important thing to if somebody's done that for you, if they've said something, because I've yeah. had, I've had things like that too. It's yeah. a, a good indicator. We just need to take that before Jesus. Yes. So like, this yes. was just a human person who said something. Oh, she and, didn't mean it. If she would have yeah. known that for the last six years, I've been, <laughs> like, been out, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it is almost, I mean, that you. it's we were six, six years of the this. day. I mean, this, yeah.
2: right now, six years ago, I was in it. Insane. I was in it. Yeah.
0: So you go to the beach yes. and I love that. Yeah. It was just like, let's just go listen to this yeah. pastor. Kind of talk through just that experience again, more details and
2: stuff. Yeah. So we went down to the beach and there had already been plenty of things that the Lord did up until that trip that yeah. just really um nailed in what he wanted me to do. Yeah. And it was just trust him. And so that was where my heart was. I was going to trust him and went to church while we were down there. And it was my kids still laugh about it because it was like the Elvis of gospel singing on stage. Yeah. And we were front row and my yeah. kids loved it. They all say that was their favorite church service they ever went to. No, no offense. But, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we can't It was with Elvis. so different. It was so different. And yeah. it was just, it was a joy. They're, my four children and myself and we brought a babysitter and we were sitting front row. And they kind of interrupted the uh, worship to let us all know that their pastor wasn't going to be there yeah. today. It wasn't planned. Yeah. But someone else was there to speak, and this older man comes out, and everything he said was as if he was just talking directly to me. Yeah. And it was the book of Job. And I really wasn't familiar with that book. Yeah. And I felt like I learned a lot. Uh-huh. And, like, I had said um, that he told us we were either in the fire or coming out mm. or about to go in one, and I found that comforting. Like, I'm in the fire. There's goodness after yeah, this. I'm yeah, coming yeah. out. I'm going to be refined. Mm. Yeah. There's something at the end of this. Mm. And then that same day, I'm on my patio and kind of like, "Eh, is this right? Like, am I
0: listening? I loved that part of your story Mm -hmm. because that it just shows uh, your humanity, and that I think we find ourselves in that position a lot, where we can't even walk out of a church service and be so Mm -hmm. um, assured that like God is good, He's for me, He's going to make a way, you know. Yeah. And then, as soon as a few hours later, find ourselves in that like hopeless what are you doing and mm-hmm. why are you doing this to me kind of plays. I just thought, I thought that was just such a beautiful part of your humanity. Mm-hmm. But then also when God comes in and reassures you again, and that's what I love about God mm-hmm. um, more so than you being able to be vulnerable about your humanity mm-hmm. is that God continues to come in and remind us of who he is, mm-hmm. that he does have a plan for our lives, that he hasn't abandoned us or anything like that. So that was a, a sweet thing. So yeah. you're on yeah. your patio.
1: I didn't mean
2: to Yep, I know. But, and that was that. Then yeah. I was doubting. And- yeah. Shortly after that we went for a walk on the beach and that's where it happened. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you like So,
1: was it raining?
2: Like okay, was there so were you in a storm? It was it was a Hilton head storm. So, if you're familiar with that, it can be
1: raining <gasps> 20 feet. Just came out of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm it actually very <laughs> familiar with that. We were yeah. there last week and it rained every day. Okay.
2: <laughs> so, sometimes you can see the the rain 50 feet in front of you <laughs> and you're in the sunshine. Yeah. And it was that's what it was. So, we could see the storm and we were walking towards it, and they're like, "Do we just turn around and go back?" So we turned around. We were heading back, and there was no rain on us ever, but there was lightning. And I did. That's how exactly how I would describe it. I thought that someone—it was so staticky and just as if someone take it, had taken sand and just threw it at me. And I remember just, you know, messing with my hair, like, "Who did that?" And um, we had brought a babysitter with her, and her eyes like she
1: was popped out of her head yes her.
2: she was just like in awe and she was like you just got so struck by they lightning. saw yes yeah, she had she had solid my kids still I when cannot. I asked them what they remember they're like just your hair sticking up yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was no yeah word. yeah my hair was static anyone that came near me their hair was sticking up <laughs> we were just laughing we had no idea what else what else do you do
3: like Go to the hospital. Yeah. I know, well we went to I a lifeguard this morning. Yeah. I told her that this morning. I was like, so many of us, like any of us uh-huh. other than Menda. If yeah. we got struck by lightning, I don't care if I feel good. I'm going to the hospital. Yeah. This girl went to her Bible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> She's like I I get struck by I lightning. I felt so seen in your Google search. Like, God, lightning
1: yes. Bible yeah. <laughs> I guess.
3: Like I, I knew stuff he like had something the for stuff like that.
0: So funny. Oh my gosh. I'm blown away by this. uh Lightning it's incredible story. it's one of my favorite things um so after that happens that this is where I love everything kind of comes together with this mm-hmm. like be still and I you know we just talked about Job not too long ago even on a Sunday and this whole you know
1: well even back with the March retreat that was yes. one of the lessons that I taught was about Job mm-hmm. I mean and yep. that was the beginning of telling your story yes, yes. oh that's yes. Fun. Oh,
0: all the little connection i know I that.
1: <laughs> but yeah so we talk about
0: when when he i don't know if god is like laying into Job, but he sure is just letting yeah. him know for I felt sure it. you didn't yeah, yeah i felt didn't. that <laughs> same spirit uh, yes. i was definitely happened. um so yeah when he's just like were were you there when i laid the foundations of the earth mm-hmm. do you command lightning like where mm-hmm. to strike i thought that was insane
2: i needed yeah. to hear yeah. that i needed to yeah. hear that in that moment my yeah. worry that kept creeping in. Yeah. He wanted that gone. Yeah, He wanted that completely gone so that he could work in me and yeah. he can work in my family and just the entire situation. But if I was sitting there one step forward, two steps, it yeah. wasn't mm. – it was at the point where it was like you need to let go of whatever you're holding on to. I,
0: yes. This is where the Bible to me blows my mind. I keep thinking about that like uh, – I think we talked about this even in the coaches where – there are these biblical principles that we know, and but when you see them play out in your life, because to me the biblical like thing that's happening here is when the Bible talks about us just being tossed about. Mm. That's what it, it like listening to your story, where you are like one moment you are fully trusting, full of faith the next moment. What are you doing? What, like, that is who we are as humans. Mm -hmm. And so to be rooted in God's word, to be clinging so tightly to him that we don't have to be tossed about every five seconds. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm full of faith. Oh, I don't, I have no hope, you know, going back and forth where he can bring us to the center of like, be still. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, that's a super powerful part of that, your story for me. So after that happens, can you tell us like what the next weeks or months and like years look like? Like, yeah, But how this changed
2: everything? Uh, so I don't really even remember how yeah. my husband and I came, you know, rekindled everything. Um, but I do remember just from then on, it was me and God. Yeah. I just wanted to know him more. It was like as if I hadn't already seen his power so yeah. much. I wanted to know more of what the Bible could tell me. Yeah. And I can remember sitting down and being like, I'm reading my Bible. I had never really read the Bible yeah. before. And me sitting there thinking – if if this whole situation does nothing but gets me to read the like I'm reading the Bible, wow. and that was amazing yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. And everything I read, I just felt like God was speaking to me. And I needed – there were things in my life that just needed changing. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, that whole – where they say like, oh, there's one footprint in the sand because yeah, God yeah. carried – no, I was piggybacking. Like yeah. I had my arms around the back. Like I was not letting go. Yeah. I wanted more and more and more of what God had for me. And I think what was also amazing – was then as I was learning more about Jesus and just life, that I, it was so profound that it was like, wow, God wants to be my friend. God wants good for me. And, but at the end of the day, when Jesus came into this world, if he did nothing more for us, that was enough. That was everything that he needed to do. He doesn't need to, you know, even send me on a path. He could just he, he didn't need to be so personal. That wouldn't ever, it that, was enough. Gosh. It was enough for Jesus to come in and pay the price for our sins. That was it. Like, that would be enough. And, and the fact that, that he wants to be so personal, oh gosh, it gets me all choked up. It's yeah. like, I'm special. Like, you're special. Uh-huh. He loves us that much that he has all this to do for us and to be a part of it. It's
0: crazy. It's mind blowing. <laughs> the gospel, this is yeah. beautiful because I keep thinking about this concept too. And I was just listening to something last night that was talking about that, where, um, You know even this house of miracles thing the whole thing that we have to remember is not to get caught up in just the miracles it's not it's not about god's stuff it's not Mm -mm. about the extra things that he provides the salvation on the cross Mm -hmm. was enough and it should be and that's what i've loved about these miracle stories like the real miracle of your story is not that you got struck by lightning and that he even, even that he healed your marriage. The real miracle is that he brought you into an understanding mm-hmm. that salvation was enough. Yes. That what Jesus did on the cross was enough for us to praise for all eternity. That we didn't have to die in our sins. Like that is the point of every miracle. When I think about Steve's miracle from last week, it's the same thing. Like the miracle is not that he couldn't stand up. That was a a byproduct of the miracle. The miracle is that he bowed before the Lord and said, I need a savior. I couldn't do it on my own. I couldn't get rid of this sin nature on my own. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get rid of the power or the penalty of sin on my own. And so that's, I love that you're even sharing that right now, because that's my hope for the story. Because I think the thing I've thought about in these episodes is that when people listen and they're, I don't want people to get hung up on particularly people in a marriage story, Mm -hmm, what if it didn't work? What if they tried all the things and they did Mm -hmm. all the things and they prayed and they asked and they sought God, but it didn't come back together? That with all love and respect and honestly a kindness is to shift your eyes from the thing that didn't happen that God didn't do and to shift them to what he did do. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I love about you even being able to share that right now. I hope that's the greatest encouragement because sometimes – this is just honest in our flesh. That doesn't feel like them. It's like, yes, He died for my sins. That's great, but I need this. I need X, Y, Z. We've our theology is upside down in that case. It's just focus your eyes on what Jesus has done, and then He—that—that's uh, what you did. Mm-hmm. And so He brought fullness of life and joy. And that's how when you talk to people who don't know Jesus, or maybe have only skimmed the surface of church or the Bible. Um, it's hard to explain to them joy in the midst of your marriage falling apart, and you don't know where it's going to end up because that's kind of where you you can get struck by lightning and all these different things and then still just be so wrapped up in, but what are you going to do in my marriage? Mm -hmm. How do you explain joy in the midst of suffering to someone? You really can. It just Mm -hmm. has to be what God does in you. Um, So anyway, I I love that you're like sharing an actual, that's the whole point of House of Miracles. It was never supposed to just be, look at the crazy thing that God did. It's
2: supposed to get our eyes on Jesus. Yeah. Um. So continue on yeah. with how things yes. went after that. So even at that point, it, I was at a point where I was so full with joy. I didn't care what happened. Yeah. I really didn't because I knew God was for me no matter what was yeah. coming next. Um, but ultimately, my husband and I did have a conversation, and he was very, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know about So I said, like, that's okay because I got enough faith for both of us. Yeah. That, like I know it's going to be okay. God told yeah. me he, like, he's got good stuff for yeah. me. and. You know, so from there, though, it was kind of tricky because one of the things um, at the time was my husband wasn't sure about his faith. And here's my faith shining so bright that it was kind of a turnoff. So I kind of felt after this that as things started to settle, I was so scared. Mm -hmm. I I started to turn to fear. I started to turn to like, okay, I'm good now. Like my husband's home. My family's together. Uh I know God's got me. But I'm afraid to go take a step in any direction because I don't, I know what Satan wants to do Uh and I don't want to be a target. So if Uh I just kind of hang here, then I'm okay. And that lasted a a little bit, you know, a couple, I wouldn't say years, but it was a process. Every bit of six years to take us to where we are today to bring both of us, to bring myself to where I am. Yeah um but even after that i felt change yeah there were things that bothered me before that i was like i remember that used to bother me you know like it didn't <laughs> yeah. even i wasn't affected by yeah. the same things my heart was completely changed yeah. and um yeah so i even god kind of revealed visions to me through that like i would sit down and just pray and i'd go in a dark room and i would either bring a journal or i would just sit there and i'd be like show me what's next what's happening mm-hmm. where am i why am i feeling like this how yeah. can i go from being so joy-filled scared yeah how did i have faith and now i have fear like if i felt like i was backtracking but i can also see now the beautiful picture of everything that you know yes. when you don't see what's happening it's happening yes. and and i felt like i always saw this vision of my feet in the, a sandstorm mm-hmm. and everything was starting to settle and it was like i was just in the middle of the storm and here it is settling at my feet and i didn't know which way to go yeah and over months and months I started to get more, a little bit more of to what that picture was, and I can just remember the next thing I was shown was my feet running in this desert, and I just remember the heaviness of just, like, clump, clump, mm-hmm. clump, um, to then eventually hiding, and I me mean, being like, Lord, well, what am I doing, and him showing me, like, hiding behind a rock, and it was like, you're scared. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to be scared of me. Yeah. Just because, you know, I, I know, he knew that I wanted, like, goodness of this world, but goodness doesn't come just from a trial like he can do great wonderful things it didn't have to be that and i think that's what i was afraid of like the more i pull into him the more of a target i'm gonna be Uh um it also gave my husband the opportunity to be the one that stepped up and i feel like that was the main part of it he i had to be dimmed a little bit and i had to (laughs) so that my husband he's the one that now i'm like he's teaching me like he's teaching me he prays for my family and i felt like that was kind of what god god called me to for a little bit was to just rest in him. Uh-huh. I do not have to do anything. I could rest behind yeah. what happened to be in my vision of rock. And I didn't realize that until even a year or so later <laughs> than that, that it was like, there you were the whole time, just sitting behind me, letting me lead, you know, and <clears throat> and truly saving my husband. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> <Neck drop>. <laughs> so, <laughs> <good>.
2: <laughs> so I was
3: just like, oh
0: my gosh. Oh, I love it so much. I feel like I don't even know what to where to go like what to say what to add because everything you're saying is so beautiful i love um i love this concept of well it's obviously a theme in your life and i start to think about that too for my life is like because god does know us so individually and personally what is the theme that he kind of works for me and i feel like that theme for you has been like be still so he started this you know planted this little seed Mm -hmm. early on and so even in your seeking and you know just being all in for Jesus, there was still this element with your husband of, but you still need to be still with him. And I feel like that's probably encouraging for yeah. some people too. Like if you're in a marriage where one or the other you don't feel like they're where they're supposed to be with the Lord, a reminder that's it's not your job, it's mm-hmm. not your role to get them to where whatever place you think they should yes. be with the Lord. This is also their journey yeah. and also an opportunity for God to work a miracle in their life. Yeah. You know, and if you're so mm-hmm. busy trying to work right. that for
2: them or Hey, maybe you should read your Bible more. Hey, maybe you should, you know, like <laughs> even as a kind of parent. Yes. I find that with my kids all the time. Yes. When they were younger, and I, you know, I would go to bed every single night and be like, Did I do this right? Did mm-hmm. I do that right? And then one day I just felt God tell me, you can't mess up my kids. Oh, like you don't yeah. have that power. I know you think you do, but yeah. ultimately oh. they're my children, they're on their own path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lighten up a little bit. Uh-huh. Like you don't have to worry so much. And that's great because now they fight. And I'm just like, God, get your kids. like get your kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Go again. That's hilarious. That's so good. We had a, a lady backstage one day during Devo, Kitty, and I was just sharing the story the other day because um, that was powerful. She was talking about going off to college and she was encouraging parents. She was like, wherever you feel like there's a deficit or something that you're not able to meet for your parent or at, in your parenting, that's okay because you're giving God room to work a miracle in their mm-hmm. life so that they can have their own yes. relationship with God. She was talking about going to college and it was one of those situations where literally every semester like it was coming down time to pay and it was something that I, she said her father always felt like insecure or shame around but every time that he wasn't able to do it somehow her it would get paid for. Mm-hmm. It, every single wow. time last second like
1: yeah.
0: it would be covered and that was God working a miracle in her life and so um, sweet reminder that we don't have to take all
2: of those things we on don't. our shoulders for a spouse or a kid. Yeah. Um and that they're God's it's and it's yeah. prayer. Just pray. Yeah. If there's mm-hmm. something that's lacking or something yeah. that you're worried about, pray about it. Yeah. It's literally mm-hmm. that simple. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. feel we make it so much more difficult or we use that as a last resort. Yeah. Putting that first yeah. is so mm-hmm. it just it's brings peace mm-hmm. and you give it to God, you know, there's not a battle He hasn't won, yeah, he's going to win every single time. It might not feel like it in the moment, but you just got to see it through that yes. and that's a that's a perspective
0: thing, too, isn't it? Like the battle mm-hmm. We think that the battle the battle being won means it ends in the way that we hoped it did, right. you know, yeah, and that's not necessarily what that looks like. Mm-hmm. but and the, everything that you're saying reminds me I listened to a, a it was literally just like a like a reel of Jackie Hill Perry, and she's talking about um if we are looking at something with fear or looking at something like it's not going to be overcome our view of lens or our our lens must be something around the lines of like that ultimately we don't believe that god is good because even if the thing that happens that we don't want to happen happens we're scared that that's still not going to be for our good and so it has to do with the shifting of like no whatever this is however the outcome is is a win for god is a victory for god because it's his will It's his plan for our life, and it's coming to fruition by whatever means necessary, and no matter what, he will take care of me. And I, like, a thought even for me that kind of frees me up when it comes to, like, you know, money, bills, all that kind of stuff, I have to go back to even the place of, like, even if I couldn't pay a bill, does that take away from God's goodness? You know what I'm, Mm -hmm. like— Right. Even you know, like, cause that those are the things that we associate with God being good, and He is, and He can, and He will cover bills. Right. Sometimes we're like, <laughs> "How did that happen?" Um, because money is a very real part of our world, and so that's a beautiful way that He moves. But gosh, even if this doesn't happen, if the healing doesn't come, if the bill doesn't get paid, whatever, I'm still trusting in the goodness of God that that victory is still won in Him, yep, um, in whatever way that looks like, and I can ask for the eyes to see that. But ultimately, it comes back to a faith that you know, it's hard to have in the moment, but mm-hmm. no, I'm going to trust that no matter what this was, this was for my good. So uh, I feel like your story is marked by a lot of that. Um, I wanted to, I wanted you to talk about how you, cause this memory sparked for me, how you came to Lake Wiley. Cause even that. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like that was
2: blessings on blessings <laughs> on blessings. Even, and, because you had had something a long time ago. Oh yeah, Okay. Like, talk about all that. So years ago, um, I just always, I've always said I belong in South Carolina. I just, I don't know why. <laughs> and I, you're from Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. We've lived in Maryland our entire lives. The only, <laughs> we've only vacationed in Hilton Head and that's been every summer, but I've always said I'm yeah. a South Carolina girl. Uh-huh. I belong in South Carolina. <laughs> and, um. You know, my husband would just be like, okay, like, it's not <laughs> yeah. that easy. But I would sit there and I would Google, my good old friend Google, and the safest places to live in South Carolina. And at the time, K and Fort Mill would pop up. And I would tell everybody, one day I'm going to live in K or, or Fort Mill. Like, this is, this is what my future is going to hold. At the time, my husband had a job that um, wasn't even the job that actually brought us here. Yeah. And so, a couple years after that, I felt like God had planted those seeds. Uh-huh. And a couple years later, my husband, um, he had a, an opportunity with the company he was working for to move to North Carolina. And he came to me and he said, You know, um, I've been offered a position in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I looked at him, I go, like, oh, North Carolina? I was like, There's nothing for me in North <laughs> that's, Carolina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the wrong, said, wrong <laughs> Carolina. No. And I was just thinking, like, Okay, I'll think about this. And I went back to Google. And I googled the safest places to live in Charlotte, and Tiga K popped up, uh, and I was like, I got goosebumps, and I was just again one of those moments like, what? Yeah, because like, when you hear that, you mom, don't know that
0: Charlotte's so close. Yeah. I had yeah. No idea.
2: Yeah, yeah, no clue. And I was like, Lord, you've been preparing me for this for years. i and and like, mom, wait, wait,
1: yeah. back up. Never mind, I'm yeah. good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, and it also was a situation where. As a mom of four kids, to uproot everyone, uh-huh. and okay. I couldn't make that choice. Yeah. So I said, "Lord, if this is what you want, this is on you uh-huh.
1: and Eric. Like you two, make it <laughs> <your> work. Kids, <laughs> figure it <laughs> out." <Yeah. laughs>
2: and it was in um, November that this this job opportunity came up, yeah. and they want him to start in January. It's like. One of my kids was in fifth grade at the time. You know, it was just, no, we're not moving in the middle of a school year. Yeah. How is this going to work? And I can remember exactly where I was and exactly what I was doing. And I was in my basement <laughs> sweeping. And I was like, how in the world do you expect this to work? And I froze. And I looked up. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I felt like God put on in my heart. Well, oh, Eric's going to go in January. But you and the kids will go in the summer when school is out. Uh huh. And I was like, and then I, so I had to approach Eric. And I was like, I know it, I know what's going to happen. I know how this is going to work. And he flew, he flew to Charlotte every Sunday, and he flew back to Baltimore every Thursday. Oh my God! For twenty-six weeks. Oh my God! But I knew that was the plan. Yeah. It was like God to put that on my heart. Yeah. You also have to remember this came you got from chills? a. <laughs> yeah. I have chills and
1: I was not struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> hair is standing up.
2: This also came from a marriage just years before. Uh, this is only three years after our big, you know, right. trial. This is only three years ago. We went through something so wow. traumatic on our relationship. That's tough. Yeah. But God used those six months to, yeah. I yeah. mean, heal us in a way that I never thought. Possible, yeah. yeah, that it was all part of his plan, and here we are. And I'm a South Carolina girl, yeah, just South like Carolina I was always yeah. supposed to be.
0: <laughs> Not a North Carolina girl, get nope. it right. No. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. There was one other piece, I don't yeah. know, if, it was uh, remind me, I, it was something about uh the graduation cat, met oh, Nate, yeah. or something. Okay, so <laughs> I, don't I, learned, I just know all these
1: so fragments I'm going stories.
2: to the um, church we were attending right before we moved. um the wonderful lady who actually told me about the six-year thing, yeah. she, she would lead these um, these Saturday mornings where we would journal with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we'd go sit mm-hmm. in a room, and we would um, just pray and ask questions. And whatever popped up in our head, we would write it down. The whole idea was not to doubt it or discern it right then,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, but then to go back later and prayerfully look at what you were being shown or told in those moments. And then to be able to kind of discern it from there. Mm-hmm. So one of them at the time, this was, I don't even know when. Um, but my, I was homeschooling my young or my middle two. They were kindergarten, second. So I guess around, I don't even know. But anyway, <laughs> so I was asking if I should homeschool my son, and he very clearly showed me a graduation outfit, and it was black gown with like red little touches. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's that. I'm he's supposed to attend school. He's gonna graduate one day. And when years later, when I was looking at schools for him. I looked up a Christian school in Fort Mill that we were considering mm-hmm. at the time, and I pulled up a picture, and the graduation outfit that those kids were wearing was the same graduation <laughs> outfit that I saw in my vision. He didn't end up going to that school, and that was fine, and that's what Kaylee and I have actually talked about a lot. If I was sitting there looking for that 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 exact yes. graduation outfit, I was going to be led astray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just one way that God said, yep. This yeah. is the right path, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which ultimately led us to Lake Wiley, but you know, it was just those little things along the way where he's like, "Yeah, you're. This is it. We're we're making this move. Like, come, keep following me. We've mm. got this."
0: I love it. Yes. Yeah. So so I feel like you're. It's it's just a gift that mm-hmm. you have. It's something special yeah. between you and God that is a beautiful thing. And and again, every time I talk to you, it inspires me to go get closer with God and be like, "What what is the What are the things you want to show me? What are mm-hmm. the things that you want to?" spell out for me or put on a billboard or <laughs> vision like it's just the coolest thing I mean to he hear. wants a
2: part of every bit of your life yeah. I'll just share one more little Please. silly story um so one day I decided like maybe I want a puppy <laughs> like should I get a puppy God and the funny mm-hmm. thing is that we did get a puppy and we got that puppy in December that we had decided months before we put the deposit down the December that Eric was going to be <gasps> yes. traveling in January yeah. but I just wanted to know, like, Lord, should I do this? Like, this is a big deal. Uh And I decided if I was going to get a dog, his name was going to be Lincoln. And I already had a vision of what he was going to look like because I wanted this particular puppy. And um, I, you know, was asking God. And that day I was driving. And right in front of me, like, the car in front of me, big Lincoln truck or whatever. And I was like, okay, all right, I'll see you you know, 20 minutes later, driving down the road and I pass a street sign that says Lincoln. I was like, okay, all right, maybe this is going to happen. And then I parked my car and I was walking to my kid's school and there's a lady walking, a German Shepherd. And I'm, I pass her and all of a sudden she goes, Lincoln, come. And I was like, <gasps> Okay, we're getting a dog whose name is Lincoln. Yeah,
0: we're getting Lincoln. And, yes. Do you have the dog named Lincoln? I, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is
2: I question awesome. why God chose that one for me, but
0: <laughs> I love that so much. There, I had a friend who for a long time, she she just kind of coined this phrase, take it personal. Like, just take it personal. And those are things that you could very easily, you know, even listening, like right off, like, okay, Lincoln, like whatever. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that you take it personal, and I feel like that is a part of that skepticism or, or cynicism we can fall into is the uh, – it's just coincidence. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of this, like, faith-filled life where, no, I'm going to believe that God is talking to me and he's speaking to me, and could he do it yeah. audibly? Maybe. But, like, all these little things that he puts in front of us I think are are beautiful, and that's kind of what it makes me want to look out for. I remember um, the girl who did this. Um, you know, she was having a, a super rough day, and her favorite – she had – just gotten a a tattoo of a hummingbird. And um, she did it because of, I don't don't know if you guys ever read Crazy Love, but it was talking about... did you read that yeah
1: they read it together we just finished you guys read it you guys said we did yeah that's
0: cute (laughs) um so uh, it was in crazy love where he's talking about the difference between a hummingbird and a vulture you know you can be a vulture you can seek out the dead things in life and be cynical and um you know talk about you know be negative talk about all the things that aren't going right or aren't going well in life or you can be a hummingbird a hummingbird seeks out the sweet things in life. So she had just gotten this or whatever, and she just had a really rough day. And she was sitting in her car right before a Bible study, and she just didn't even want to go inside. Um, and a hummingbird comes to the side of her car and just hovers. And she's like, I'm taking it personal. Like that could have been a total coincidence, but I'm going to take it personal. And so that's, um, that's what I hear in this too, that you do a lot of that. And it inspires me to, to do that. Again, I, mm-hmm. I fight off a lot of cynicism and skepticism a lot. And I do a lot of Wow, what a coincidence! You know, right? Um, but to, t- to begin to take things personal, I think is a, a beautiful step that I could take that anybody who's listening can start to take to be looking for God in our lives. And and we talked about this, you know, uh, several months ago on the podcast that we think that these supernatural or miraculous things that they're that out of the ordinary. How we came into being, the fact that we exist, is the supernatural. Like it it, it is like how we even are here. It, we're in a super. It's not just this only physical world that we're a part of. And we think, oh, it's weird when the miraculous or supernatural things happen. No, we are stepping into a world that is very supernatural. And so um, just to be able to to seek those things out, I think is a good first step for somebody who's like, how can I hear more from mm-hmm, God? Mm-hmm. Well, take it personal. Yeah. Believe that he's talking to you, first of all, like that he wants a relationship with you. Um, so yeah, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I
3: think that's a beautiful thing about House of Miracles is mm-hmm. um, when you guys started and you put the photo booth out and you're just like letting people figure out their miracles. Mm-hmm. And it's such a beautiful thing when you're, I, I think I told you that the moment it came out, I was like, okay, God, what do you want me to share? Yeah. Because been through some really hard things. Yeah. and. There's lots of miracles and little ones and big ones. Yeah. But I think that it's so beautiful that people who are sitting in our congregation or listening to these podcasts or watching from wherever, that they can say like, "Okay, what's something hard that I went through mm-hmm. and God got me through?" Oh, this is a miracle in that. Yeah. Even listening to um, Jeff's story. Yeah. Mm-hmm made me realize a miracle in my life wow and and I think that it's I think this whole thing is beautiful but just listening like when people are like what do I have to offer Mm -hmm. tell us a story about what you went through and then it'll remind me of what I went through and what God got me through absolutely it's just it's amazing
0: Yeah. yeah I I feel like the stories have spiraled like it and that's what more could you want as people sitting around talking about we could, there's a million things we could be talking about in the world right now. There's a million things we could be debating and, you know, all sorts of stuff. But to have people just talking about what God has done in their lives, I feel like it's transformed even just like regular friendship conversations. Mm -hmm. Any conversation we've been in lately has still just been like, talking about what God did in our lives five years ago. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like these little times that we saw God move because there was no other way. Um, and so um, I love
3: that too. And Kaylee, just making everything relatable. Yeah. Too. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like you see this amazing Christian woman in Menda, and you're just like, gosh, I'm nothing like her. And then you start thinking about all the hard things that you've been mm-hmm. through and all the hard things that God got you through. And you're like, wow, like I can compare. I mm-hmm. can, like, it's. It's awesome,
0: yeah. Because yeah. ultimately, it's not about yeah. me it's or God's story. It right. is literally just God's work and power yeah. on display yeah. in our yes. lives, which is it is a really good thing because we can do that. Idolize either people or think, gosh, oh my yes. gosh, I'll never be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, God is working a very powerful story in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I saw I saw you share a story yeah. on social media. Would yeah. you mind sharing that
3: on the podcast right now? Sure. Uh, yeah, let's mind. hear it. Okay. Um, so my mom started showing symptoms of dementia in 2016. Yeah. And um was that er- was that early? Like how old? Oh, yeah. Yeah, in 51, 52. Yeah, that's yeah. early. Yeah. That's going to be hard. Um progressively got worse yeah. to where she lost her job. Um she was living alone, not married. Mm-hmm. Um and i was a stay-at-home mom my sister worked full-time my aunts worked full-time everybody's busy um i lived in clover she lived in lake wiley it was mm-hmm. just it made sense to me for me to be the caretaker um and so i took that on and i took on paying her bills mm-hmm. getting right. the getting the bills paid yeah. for her doctor's appointment driving her places and it took it essentially took away everything yeah like My friendships Mm -hmm. were on the back burner. My marriage was on the back burner. Mm -hmm. My kids were just in the car with me everywhere taking care of Mimi. Um, And it got to the point where everyone in my life was begging me to stop doing so much for her and what she needed to do. And there were a lot of people who um, didn't believe that she couldn't do it on her own. And that was frustrating to me because she's. my mom right right. um I was sitting in bible study here one day um and crying because I found out that morning um I had been trying to get her approved for disability for Mm -hmm. like a year and if you've been through that it is awful um and I had found out that go ahead do you think it was like is it made tough because it was such an early
0: thing for her as well she didn't have a
3: significant or um tangible diagnosis like she didn't have something yeah the doc uh, my mom's a recovering alcoholic yeah um and so the doctor said like this is a symptom of her drinking and i'm like she hasn't drank in 15 years you can't tell me that yeah um so it was just a whole bunch of um different doctors she went through ect which is terrible um when you're really depressed it's Mm -hmm. electric shock stuff Mm -hmm. didn't help the dementia um She finally got the diagnosis after doing some scans and stuff. Um, But that is why it made it so hard to get it because we had no proof. Yeah. um, Other than she lost her job. Right. I mean, it was just me saying she can't do that. Mm. Um, So on the way to Bible study that morning, I found out that she had been denied again. And y'all, I'm not kidding when I say I've tried like 20 times Mm. over the past year. And so I was just sitting there, and I was upset, and I was just frustrated because then in Bible study, I have um, – shout out Shelly Enix. Mm. I told – I called her my church mom Aww, all yeah. the time. Like, she just is amazing. And she, that morning, told me same thing everybody else was, that I needed to take a step back mm. and um, – stop letting it consume me and so of course i was just like oh shelly <laughs> sitting in bible study i was not focused on what was going on around me i was sitting there thinking about how i was going to get mom approved right and so loud and so clear i heard god say let her go and i'm just going to be totally honest i was mad mm-hmm. like i was just like great now god is telling me that yeah. i can't do this yeah. like i can i just don't know how and i yeah. have to figure it out mm-hmm. um and I was just upset and crying hard. So I got up and I went to the bathroom and I was in there and I was telling God, she cannot. I was telling God, she cannot do this. Like you've seen her struggles, you've seen that she can't write her name anymore. She can't do this. And he said again, let her go. And out of frustration, I was just like, Fine. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna listen to everyone else. I'm gonna listen to God. I'm gonna let her go. Mm-hmm. Um Shelly came in there and was like, what is going on? And I told her and I was angry and she didn't say a word. She just hugged me and she mm-hmm. cried with me. And um, we left and I went straight to my mom's house and told her, I'm tired. Mm. I I need to do this for me. I, I'm going to take a break from trying to figure all this out. And she cried. She was yeah. upset. Um, and one week later, after my mom had probably made like one or two phone calls, if that she was approved, and I had nothing to do with it. I did not turn in one more thing, yeah. one more paperwork, one more phone call, nothing after that day that God was like, let her go. Wow. And a week later, she was approved for disability, and not only approved, but they backpaid her from when I started oh trying yeah. to get it. No way. And it was just like, I don't know. It was yeah. just amazing. And Exceedingly abundantly uh-huh. more. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it wasn't me. Like. Yeah. And I love that because the whole time I was just like mad, like, watch me. I'm going to go do it. I'm going to take care of my mom. I'm going to be the one who is the hero. Mm -hmm. And I don't care what else I have on my plate. And then God is just like, no, Uh (laughs) (laughs) ma'am, you you take a step back. (laughs) This is my child. I Uh will take care of her. And Uh he has. And since then, it has, I tell Menda this, I've probably said it a million times. I feel like even with the House of Miracles, it you go from yeah jesus loves me like he loves me and i love him To wow jesus loves me yeah like god is doing incredible things in each and every one of Mm -hmm. our lives Mm -hmm. if we just like sit back and yeah let him lead and be obedient like i told you in that like it is the obedience that has taught me so much yeah yeah like if you just listen he's there yeah sometimes yelling at us yeah (laughs) (laughs) Dang.
0: No wonder you guys are such a yeah. sweet
1: hero. <laughs> What does your quality time together
3: look like? Yeah. like do you just oh, sit like around this? and share yeah. stuff? Jesus, all like day. This? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. is. It is the, I mean, I have incredible friends in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but Amanda and I, on a whim, in January, mm-hmm. went to Florida. <laughs> like literally, yeah. literally on a whim. I've never done that. We just got on a plane. Come and on, we need to stuff it out. It's yeah. a stop toddler.
0: We, <laughs> toddler as a not got a baby
3: Book, you know, yeah. Book a our trip. We left on Friday morning and came back Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um literally we went to disconnect. Like we just wanted to get mm-hmm. away from life and just lay on a beach and eat nachos. That's all we wanted yeah. to do. Like, yeah. And and live we we in the dream. And we did. Yeah. Um, but that whole time was just spent and we had no idea. I thought I knew her like the back of my hand like yeah. we are good friends we work together every day no like that whole trip was spent talking about what God has done in our lives <laughs> how we are how we got to where we are and it was just like that's when I was like "Menda, you have so much to share yeah. like you've got to share your story yeah. it is incredible oh I always say are.
2: that our souls are connected I was like my soul knew your soul uh-huh. way before this I don't <laughs> Sweet Which, I, That's how it feels. I feel like, like our souls knew each other in heaven yeah, or something. Yeah. Sweet story about <laughs> Such that. We
3: were telling Ryan that one day that, like, we feel that way. And Menda's like, I mean, have you ever felt like that? He's like, Yeah, Shelly. And <gasps> I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> that's
1: <So> sweet. sweet. <laughs> I was thinking of Sally's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry,
3: Ryan. <laughs> Oh, house, sweet. Oh, that's Guys, amazing. What
0: a precious conversation. Thank you so much. Oh, Thank you, Kaylee. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I knew. No, I'm, to I'm glad you story. did. No, uh, it's beautiful. And again, these are the stories that stir up people's faith, that yeah. inspire yeah. to ask more questions. If if that is what these conversations do, is just have somebody take one more step towards Jesus and say, yeah. "Okay, I haven't seen that in my life. I'd like to." Mm-hmm. Um, that's a seeking, and that is something that I, you know, I want to encourage because again. You know, we plan this series, and you think you know what it's going to do, and we know what our hopes are for it, but the real hope is that God does exceedingly and abundantly more so that, you know, people just start to take steps towards Jesus, start to um, either receive or just open Mm -hmm. their spiritual eyes to the things that God is doing. All the time in your life, and how that thing that you thought was a coincidence was really God doing something to show you a part of His nature and His character, so that you would just fall more in love with Him. Yes. Um, and so, thank you again for sharing your stories. Minda. Oh my gosh, uh, we're probably going to have to have you on in a year. you are going to have more stories <laughs> so and things in- <laughs> Not six years. <laughs> yeah, in a year, not six years. Um, I love that. That this marks six years, mm-hmm. and it's nothing to be scared of. Yeah. It is yeah. that uh, people will find freedom and again take steps towards Jesus because of your story which is beautiful um so thank you for joining her kaylee oh, of course sweet. Anytime. um so we're continuing on in house of miracles next week um i'm not going to spoil it just come back next week for our next guest um and join us on sundays 9 15 11 15 um you can watch uh in person online and now we're on youtube so we have our youtube channel so you can watch that that means you can stream from any tv which is a great thing um so ladies thank you again and um we'll talk to you later. Thank, you. Thank I you. you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this House of Miracles conversation. This series is happening all summer and we're sharing stories of the miracle working power of God from people right here within our New River family. If you have a story of a miracle that God has worked in your life, we want to hear it. Go to New River.church forward slash stories to submit yours today. We love you, New River. We'll talk to you next week on the Overflow Podcast.